Welcome to the Consumer Advice Series. I'm Steve Casillo, the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. Today we're talking about your wealth, your investments, your nest egg, your retirement with Philip Washington Jr. Philip hosts the podcast Wealth Building Made Simple. And today we're going to talk about are you leaving money on the table? What do you mean by that? Well, do you think like a 35 year old when it comes to investing? Let's talk about it on the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. If it's Friday morning, it's the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. And today we're talking about your money, your wealth, your nest egg, your retirement, everything, your uh, your, your picnic basket full of uh, full of goods over here. And, and just right here in the studio, over my left shoulder is Philip Washington Jr. He is the host of Wealth Building Made Simple, the podcast uh, which he does right here at uh, at our studios. And uh, first of all, top of the morning. Top of the morning to you. And uh, describe that shirt you're wearing, the historically black. Yeah, so this is my my fraternity, uh, Kappa Alpha Psi, founded in 1911 and you know, believe it or not there's a time period where we were not allowed to join um, other fraternities. And so, you know, we created our own back in the day, and it's, uh, you know, rich, rich history of rising above limitations and uh, being, you know, positive and yeah, yeah. That was the first black fraternity, wasn't it? It, it was the first incorporated one, but not the first one. The first one was uh, Alpha Phi Alpha, which is another respectable, uh, great fraternity. All right. But we're not here to talk about fraternities. Yeah, we're, not here. yeah, we're, here. we're here to talk about your talk about your money. your wealth, yes. everyone's wealth. All right, so Andrew Carnegie, pretty smart guy, and he made a comment allegedly to uh, Napoleon Hill about how how he chooses to do business with other people, and 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 this was a, a pretty spot on uh, and and very intuitive in in terms of uh, Carnegie's. Uh, uh, statement. Uh, let's let's talk about that. Absolutely, and, and and listeners to my podcast will probably have heard me reference this multiple times. Um, but he basically says, allegedly says something to the effect of, "I only go into business with thirty five year olds." Let me give you, let me give you context. He was like in his sixties uh, or seventies, but he was a, a seasoned man. And what he and he and and as far as how I took it, he's not specifically talking about age the specific age 35 what i what i take him to say was um the world gets recreated based on the dominant belief right of 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 of, of those around and so you can look at the life cycle and realize okay you know uh one generation creates the world in their image or how they see it right their imagination you know and the reason why things change is because they eventually uh, cycle of life, right? The uh, old lion eventually gets weak, young lion takes over. It's just natural part of the process that we all uh, feel some way, you know, healthy or unhealthy about. But it's just it, it just is. Yeah. And so, you know, the the hypothetical or the the, the prototypical thirty uh, five year old is somebody where you know uh, they're not in their twenties where they're green, right? And again, don't forget the age. I'm just, I'm just giving the analogy that he's talking about. But twenties, you're so green, you don't really know anything to to shape uh, much. But then, if you're like 55 and you got fat and happy on the system, you're not able to see 
the new world being built, right? Because you you fell in love with your creation, right? Which is a big reason why you see a lot of these, you know, very wealthy uh, uh, boomers that can't see crypto, that can't, that didn't see Facebook, that don't see Tesla, that don't see because they're extrapolating the past. They're like, well, this is how we made our money. Yeah, but like, talk talk to talk to any thirty five year old that has wealth, right? That that they've built in the current world, not the future world. They built in the current world, right? Um, like like, I, it's pretty close to almost all of them owns Bitcoin, you know. Yeah. And some and a bunch of them own some other forms of cryptocurrency, but they also understand what Tesla is, what Facebook is, what Zoom is, what the future work is going to be, right? And so they get it because like there are better technologies, like t- like not better t- technologies that will be developed. They're already here. The problem is the people who run the world are visioning the world based on the past, which you know. Uh, we'll, we'll get into why that doesn't work. But that's so what what I'm what I'm sensing here, I, I, the twenty year olds, all right, so they're they're new in business, they're green. The sixty year olds, as uh, Andrew Carnegie uh, allegedly uh, in his sixties, you may have lost a little energy. The thirty five year olds have the passion; they've got maybe the experience. And and is this why he chose? I only do business with. 35-year-olds? Yeah, and as long, as long as we understand, we're talking in metaphors. Because I, right. like, I feel like only person who can state that is, even though he was 60 in the physical realm, he was still 35 in his mind. Because in order to see that, you have to still have that mindset. You know, so like I, I like to use Kathy Wood as an example. Uh, ARK Investments, we own her funds. Like she's in, She's been in the business for 40-something years, so she's not 35. You know, right? Uh, but her, but her whole analyst team, the people that bring her ideas, are all twenties and thirties because they're able to see the world for where it's going to, and she overlays her experience to manage risk with their vision of the future. And whether you're fifty, sixty, sixty-five, seventy, it's still very important to have that thirty-five-year-old mindset. Absolutely, right. absolutely. How are the futures and options similar to Bitcoin and crypto? Yeah, so I got into, I, I was having a conversation with somebody at, at, a, at a networking event and they asked me about options and I said, I don't, I don't really do, I don't really do options and futures and I understand how they work. I said, but what you want to think about in investing is, and he was a real estate guy. I said, think about this. Think about if you bought real estate in Mansfield in 1990, right? And, and you held it and then you, and then we fast forward to today, like, how much money can you make just from buying a 90 to the day, right? Versus if you bought in Mansfield five years ago, right? Uh, or even today, if you're trying to buy in Mansfield and make money today, the yeah. person who bought 1990 is going to make gobs more money than the person who bought, who's trying to buy now, not because of intellect, because they were early, right? You know, and so when you think about futures and options, future, futures and options to the, to the boomer generation, right? Boomers invented futures and options, you know? And if you look at the billionaire money managers today, the hedge fund people, they are the ones that understood futures and options, you know? And and, and so the millennial version, the 35-year-old version of futures and options, right? Which is, which is a new form of finance, right? If you think about, I talk about the Euro dollar system, which is basically, you know, futures, um, that 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 took over when Bret Wood, Bretton Woods ended in the early '70s and created the new financial world. Right again, 
the 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 thirty five year olds of that day that understood the future of finance walked into it and made gobs of money for themselves and their clients. And so now, again, and, and this is Bitcoin and crypto are the futures of this generation, right? For finance, because finance changes, transportation changes, commerce changes, like everything changes when the generation reimagines it. And so that's the that's the correlation. And as a listener to your podcast, I've listened to every one of your podcasts over the past uh, since uh, well over the past two years, we, and, and you now deliver a podcast every day. Monday through Friday. I've heard you relate this philosophy to investing in the real estate of up and coming area early on. Can you elaborate on that? Yeah, a- absolutely. And so, uh, go- going back to you know uh, what what I was talking about is a lot of people think you have to be a lot s- s- smarter than everybody from a from a thinking standpoint, and that's difficult because it's difficult to be the smartest. You know what I mean, like. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, don't get me wrong. Like we all think we're the smartest, right? But it that's a that's a that's a tough game, right? I I, I like people. You know, what do you call it? There's a there's a saying that says, uh, um, "Lecturing birds how to fly," right? Meaning like like what society likes to do is they like to they like to well, one thing you know about birds is birds fly, right? They don't need a professor to teach them how to fly; they just fly. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so what society likes to do is say, all right, look, let's get some young birds. Let's lecture. Let's teach them about aerodynamics and everything. And then let's let's uh, show them how to do it. And then and then they correlate them giving them a class and then the bird flying with the class being the reason they flow, fly. No, like birds fly. That's what they do. Right. And so same thing with with business and life. We like to we like to look at the person that 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 that, uh, you know, has a million Instagram followers and go, man, what'd you do to get an Instagram followers? And we take notes. And the reality was they were early. They were just early. I mean, right. most of the time they were just early. They got to be good. Don't get me wrong. They can't be terrible. There are a lot of people who are early, but you have to be good. But most of us are good. I mean, most of us are good enough to make it happen. Right. But you got to, you got to see it. You got to have the right emotion, right? You get the desire, the right emotion, and you got to hold that vision. And you got and and being early gives you a cheating advantage, right? I don't like. I work with I work with and I meet a lot of wealthy people, and if people understood how regularly smart these people were, it would blow your mind. Like they're just regularly smart people that tapped into the collective conscious of where the world was going, right. uh, and, and made lots of money. You think luck is in, also involved with that? I mean, what, uh, you know, I don't, I don't, I don't understand the word luck because I tend to use luck with tapping into, you know, the universe, right? Tapping into the collective imagination, which is the same as like, you know, what we might call God, right? You know, I mean, um, yeah, I, I, I like to think of it more like, you know, there's a symphony. You're a music guy, so there's a symphony which is the what we're trying to play. Right. And we're all individual notes, right? At part of the symphony. The symphony the symphony can't play or can't be created without all the notes playing together, right? Um but but we are the notes and our job is just to like play our tune, right? And it all plays together uh to to form the symphony. And so you could as long as you're like in tune with that frequency, you know, you're 
you're good to go. And you hope that someone doesn't play the wrong note. Right. Well, and it'll it'll affect them, not really the whole symphony. Right. You know. (laughs) So to recap, no matter what age, think young, think forward, think about the future when it comes to investing. Absolutely. Be optimistic. Be optimistic. If someone had questions about uh, how can I be optimistic, if someone had questions about uh, building wealth and, and or maybe even your podcast in general, uh, how can they get a hold of Philip Washington Jr.? Yep. The best way to uh, check everything I'm doing out is at my website, StonehillWealthManagement.com. has links to my podcast on every major platform, my personal inf- or my uh, contact information, and even a slot to book me for a free consult if you're interested. Spring break starts tomorrow. What Absolutely. do you, you got? Big plans? Uh, going to go visit the family, Houston. Nice. We'll see you. Uh, we'll see you next Friday. See you next Friday. We appreciate you listening to the About Mansfield Consumer Advice Series. By the way, if you own a business and you are interested in being a part of the Consumer Advice Series, if you have the knowledge to give information in ten-minute increments to the consumers, shoot me an email to info at aboutmansfield.com. Again, that is info at aboutmansfield.com. We'll tell you how we can get y'all set up. Appreciate it. We do it again next week right here on the podcast.